0: You're listening to part two of our discussion with Yvonne Godfrey, author of the books Making It On My Own for youth transitioning into adulthood and Raising Yadults, a guide for parents to raising up responsible adults that are equipped for the real world. We all know that parenting adds a whole new level of complexity to our marriage relationship, and that is why I'm excited to share today's discussion with you, because we know when people develop effective relationship skills, their relationships flourish. If you missed the first part of our interview with Yvonne, go back and listen to that one first before you continue this episode. This is Vaynan from the Family Life New Zealand team, and I hope you enjoy part two of our interview with Yvonne Godfrey.
1: And every now and again we need to do a spring clean as a parent to yeah. say what have I taken on? Who have I promised? What what have I got myself involved in that I just I just I'm just not functioning as well as I need to. Even cleaning out your clothes cupboard, if it takes you five minutes to find that white shirt that you're looking for to wear to go out today, we've got too much stuff. We've got yeah. too <laughs> much stuff. So
0: Simplifying, too eh? much yeah.
1: stuff everywhere. Too many toys in the bedroom, that's why it can't be tidy. And you know the story just goes yeah. on and when, on.
0: When you, when you talk about that, the thing that pops to mind is energy management mm. and we're responsible for our own energy. A little practice that I've actually started doing which has helped tremendously in this space is when I get home uh, and this is actually I picked it up from a guy called Brendan Burchard. He's one of the leading influencers in the world today as well. But he has this simple exercise where you just breathe out, d- take a deep breath in and take a deep breath, well, out first <laughs> and then in. But every time you do you do about three or four five or four or five long breaths, you would sit there and just say breathe out and say release tension. And then as you inhale, you will set in tension. I'm
1: doing it while you're talking. That's
0: <laughs> I can I can see. And so as we go, we'll 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 take a breath in and we'll go out. Mm. And say release tension. And you just forget about all the things you had to worry about, all the things you you, you um that you're trying to solve, problems you're trying to solve and as you breathe in, say set intention and then you think about how do I want to show up for my family right now and it's brilliant, it it takes less than a minute Mm -hmm. to do this but when you do this and you step into the house, immediately you're there, you've got energy to give. Even though I've been giving so much at work, I show up with energy at home Mm. and we, we often neglect to do that. It's a
1: fresh energy because it's a fresh audience. Yes. It's a fresh situation. By the way, that deep breathing, do it all all during the day, I realised how shallow my breathing is when I just had my last surgery. I had the oxygen in forever because I couldn't get my oxygen level up. And that I do, I'm a mouth breather, and I breathe at the very top end of, of my um, diaphragm instead of at the base. And um, that good. will change your life, that breathing exercise.
2: Yeah. Leanne went through that too, and actually learned a lot that yeah she wasn't breathing from the base no. either. But another thing I love what you said there, Yvonne, is we're talking about uh, having a schedule, talking about having a routine. We're talking about family management as a team, but as we talk about boundaries or margin, it's it's something. Would you say we have to intentionally put that into? Because I know for parents and a lot of people that we talk to. We don't naturally have margin. We are too busy. We're involved in too many things. So when you're looking at margin, just creating space around all the things that we do, do we need to be intentional to put that in as well?
1: We need to learn how to use that little two-letter word called no. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm the worst at saying, oh, come on over for dinner. Well, there's eight of them, and
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, how hard could it be? How hard
1: could it be? It takes me hours. Uh, yes, the, the the ability to say no, the ability to also put your uh, commitments, not just your appointments, in your. Uh, diary, mm. in, in whatever you like to call it, your calendar, whatever you like to call it. so that the Sorry, can you elaborate on that?
0: Put your commitments in your diary, not only your appointments?
1: Yes, this is what we teach the, the young, young people on Miomo. Mm. They put everything in their diary and put alerts too. They say, oh, I forgot, because teenagers are the worst at passive aggression. Passive aggression meaning you can't just quite nail what it is. They say, oh, yeah, I'm sorry I'm late, the traffic was terrible. Well, you can't check it. Oh, you know um, they, the excuses are incredible, but they forget everything because they use their head as a filing cabinet instead of their phone. They've got these phones. But how, that how are strapped about the lyrics
0: to their, their favourite song? Eh? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Right. <laughs>
1: but they've got these phones strapped to their face twenty four seven, and yeah. yet they don't know how to use the alert. They don't mm. know. So, so when they, go, for, for example, changing the sheets on the bed, I say, to them, do you want to change the sheets once a week or once a fortnight? Well, look at me as if I've got two heads. Why mm. would you change it once a week if you could change it once a fortnight? I say they say uh, once a fortnight. I say that's a good choice. Yeah, I'm always telling young people that was a brilliant choice, right? Because then mm. they own it. Yeah. So when do, reinforcement? When, yeah. when do you think you might do that? Uh, Saturday or Sunday? Oh well, um, s- Saturday. Oh good. Morning or afternoon? Oh pro- morning. Or well, early or late? Well, oh late. So we're we talking about 10 o'clock? Yeah. Okay, good. So let's put that in the diary. This
0: is so I, good. Uh, they they make the
1: decision. I just give them options.
0: Yeah. But I think that, we might have to charge for this podcast. <laughs> put,
1: put, put, it, put, it in your, put it in your phone and then put it as a repeat every two weeks. And now we're going to put an alert for 30 minutes before or 15 minutes before. Mm. So it's actually going to, going to alert you that, it's time to change the sheets.
2: And the thing I love about that is it takes the ownership off the parents who are, the parents aren't nagging them to do it anymore. Their phone is. This is the And point. they've put their, their appointment appointment in their phone to do that, so it's their choice. Three, Great think, idea. three things
1: kids hate about parents. Number one is nagging. Absolutely. Right. Don't we all? I ask parents, what do your kids do? Oh, well, whatever I ask them. Okay, so you're <laughs> nagging. <laughs> right. yeah. Number two is unclear expectations. I don't know what she wants from me. Mm-hmm. And number three is inconsistent decision-making sometimes she's generous and lets me get away with it and sometimes she's like Hitler in, Hitler in a skirt, right? So these three things can all be alleviated by the young person taking on responsibility. And kids are very open to change if you tell them why, why it's important, right, the reasons for it, two, how it can help them and three, how it can be done. Mm-hmm.
0: You've just reminded me the word I was thinking about before and that's contribution. Contribution. Mm. When, when people, f- when they know what they, they're doing to contribute to the household, yeah it's no longer a chore, it's my contribution.
1: It's my privilege to be a part of this family. Imagine if you went to work every day and you stood there waiting for your instructions at nine o'clock every morning. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's pathetic right and yep. yet what we're doing is equipping young people to go into the workforce and yep. wondering why they've got no confidence
0: and, and so there's there's heaps I guess in this uh, discussion already and we can probably go on uh, but maybe just as we wrap up our discussion for today let's reiterate those three things you mentioned with the parents the nagging and the well you go the for the
1: nagging which uh, is just a constant badgering the second is unclear expectations Mm. i'm never sure what she wants from me and the third one is the inconsistent decision making
0: so this is all that you don't want to do you don't want to nag your kids you don't want to be inconsistent and you don't want to Mm. have unclear expectations so instead
1: instead uh be fair be clear Mm -hmm. and put it in writing And then allow them to journey through the process of getting better at those things. And I know you were going to talk to me before, I don't know if we've got time to cover it, the the responsibilities and the freedom, because this all comes together. What young people want is more control over their life. Yeah. right. They just don't know how to get it. They want more freedom and they want more control over their life. It's
0: called micromanagement. Well, <laughs> well, that's what they don't want, eh?
1: They don't want to be micromanaged and they want more freedom. Um, so, uh, of course, I did say to them the other day, be careful what you wish for because then when you get it, you might find you didn't want it at all. Which That's is which is the song from Captain and Neil, I don't know if you remember that. and And so I, I was thinking of this boy who was uh, totally addicted to the internet and gaming and was not studying, and no matter ha- what controls his parents put on to, onto the internet, he found a way around it. And As this kids is, do? Well, this is the thing you've got to get now uh, bearing in mind, this young man's in year thirteen, so he's in his last year of school. And so I did some coaching with this family, and the boy was very shut down very locked away. Of course, you will be if you're in your room that much. Um, So I said to his parents, you know what? Why don't we take the restrictions off him for the internet? If you want to start till four o'clock gaming, my friend, that's your choice. And the reason I mentioned that was because this boy is also competitive. He's bright. He's already got university entrance and he's finding year 13 a bit of a doddle. And then I said to him, I want you to manage yourself. And if you fail, no one's going to rescue you. Are you okay with that? And the other day he shared with me his concerns that he's not managing. So now we've got to determine if he's got an addiction as opposed to just a bad attitude, right? Mm. Now, he has to manage the bad attitude, but he will need professional help if it's developed into an addiction. And this is the te- This is what we've got to figure out. But the principle is he's in year 13. Next year he's going to university and he's probably going to go into the halls of residence. Mum, you will not be there. Dad, yep. you will not be there. He needs to learn while he's in a safe place called home mm, and right. it's better for him to to struggle with this concept and have to deal with it himself. It might need to be managed and yeah. helped, but this is the place to do it. Yeah. Uh, if you leave it, if you micromanage him and then he goes off to uni next year, he will crash and burn. I just know it.
0: Yeah, it happens to to mm. everyone. And and I mean, uh, being a, a new parent as well, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I get to be that parent that my kids come to me, they run to me when they're messed up, say, Dad, I messed up. I'm hoping I'm not that parent that they want to hide their their mistakes from me because I believe my home should be a safe space for you to learn. Mm. Please mess up in Mm. in my home Mm. and I'll I'll help you. I'll say, well, let's go and clean that up. Or, you know, what are you going to do to clean that up? But we want them to make those mistakes Mm. in a safe environment.
1: On that, there's a distinction. One is a a mistake, by the way, something you didn't plan on doing. Mm -hmm. An attitude that just keeps repeating is a different thing. So I'm always very lenient and very uh, empathetic about someone who stuffs up because they didn't expect to. I have no tolerance for the attitude that keeps on playing up, right? So there are two things There's there. There's a distinction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. D- d- don't do not do something 10 times and tell me it was a mistake. I'm sorry, I'm not buying it. Yeah. And that that's the difference. So it's always about when someone's uh, trying and stuffing up, hey, I'll stick with you forever. But if you're deliberately doing it yeah I have no tolerance have to differentiate it's the a two. Ver- you yeah. need to yeah. differentiate the two because always look at someone's motivation
3: on a scale of 1 to ten 10 being I feel completely connected to my partner and zero being I feel totally disconnected from my partner where would you rate yourself right now? there's probably room for growth right? Why not take some time and actively choose to take your relationship to a 10 by learning how to love and relate to one another on a deeper level. Spend one weekend with us and discover the keys to building intimacy, strengthening communication, handling life's pressures, embracing differences, fighting fair and working through conflict constructively and so much more. You'll laugh a lot, you'll rekindle romance, learn new skills and be better equipped to build a relationship that thrives we can promise you it will be a weekend to remember you may not reach a 10 but most couples leave on cloud nine join us on our next couples retreat register today at familylife.nz
0: so i know you've done some great work with miomo making it on my own and uh uh, but that's I believe that you're no longer as involved with that. you've passed on the mantle there. Um, what what are you currently uh, are you in are you functioning in a space where you you're helping families? you know if some of our listeners maybe want to engage with you in some way, how? How do they do that and what, what what do you offer?
1: Okay, so let's just talk about Miomo. Uh, the time came for me to pass it on to someone with a much greater vision and that is uh, Every every Nation Auckland City uh, and the director of that program is now Yong EU. Uh, he's an amazing man with mm. such passion yeah, for young writer. people. Yes. yes, you both know him. Yeah. So the Miomo program continues uh, and I am on the board So, okay. and I, it's an active working board. Mm-hmm. So I will be definitely involved for some time with, with the program. Uh, yes, it is. It's great. 16 plus. We do take 15-year-olds if they're mature enough and uh, we can have a chat with them. But that's 16 to about 22 is about the age group that we have there. Uh, so that, that is a four-day program and I, I do encourage you to look at that if you have a young person. Um, by the way, MIOMO is not for at-risk kids. It's mm. not for kids who are one step away from jail. It is for the average young New Zealander who might have uh, just want to get the edge, the mm-hmm. competitive edge uh, or be struggling with a little bit of confidence yep. or relationship problems or whatever it doesn't matter.
2: So I know in, in, in today's culture I was just thinking in, in school they learn you know English and maths and all those things which you know they're good, but a lot of kids are coming out of high school not really knowing how to do life because they just haven't been if they're not learning that at home, And many are, but not to a great extent. And our son came to your course when he was 16, 17, um, a number of years ago brilliant stuff because you're looking at things like budgeting, which they all need to do, how to make responsible choices, how to sort of man up and be an adult or as a woman, how to make it in the world. (laughs) What other things do you cover in in there? So
1: it's very much about independence and, and equipping our young people to step up their level of independence while they're at home in that safe place. So it's moving the relationship from parent and child to adult to young adult. And that's why it's step up, step aside. Mm. Uh, so it's negotiating with parents how we're going to live differently, more of a flatting environment so that they do take ownership. Goal achievement, we've got a brilliant uh, template for that. Time, space and energy, so very much around how to manage their energy. Money mastery, so everything to do with money. Presentation skills, both written and oral. Relationships, building healthy relationships and resolving conflict and getting ready for the workforce. So we get, get them a professional CV plus interview skills uh character building, what it means to not only be competitive but like who you are on the journey because that's very, very important. So um, that's my mantra. I want to raise up a generation of young people who are competitive with good character. Mm. So um, they're all the things that we cover. It's a four-day program and yeah, they, they just they just blossom over those four days. It's incredible. 25 young people from all different walks of life get together. So new friends, lots of fun.
2: One of the things that we've been talking to our kids when they were at school is that, you know, when you get a job, you start paying board. So we've been instilling that in it's them good. since like forever. Um, but I I remember when our son went to your course and obviously you reinforced that as well, it's great for him to be hearing that from some, someone else. Because I I have to be honest, when I was thinking about them paying board, I was thinking a much lesser amount than what you talk about. <laughs> yes. So it was good that he came home and he talked about, you know, paying a third of your income to your parents. Because in the real world, that's just what things cost. If you're renting and buying food and paying electricity, you know, they have to learn how to manage that and budget and, and have the finances for that sort of thing. So um, it was so good yes. to be, well, have a different voice. it costs about
1: $350 to $400 a week to go flatting yeah. in Auckland. Wow. And 25 to 30% of your take-home pay at entry-level income is, is around about $150 a week. So it's a very safe place to land.
2: Yeah, Mm. There we go, parents. I can highly recommend it for that one yeah, thing yeah. alone. And don't
1: think you're doing your kids a favour by not charging them board. You're mm. teaching them nothing. All you're doing is giving them more disposable income to spend on junk. Exactly. And you're the one that will end up resentful. I can guarantee it.
0: That's a <laughs> that's a good conversation that we need to <laughs> take on sometimes, just that money management uh, principles, especially teaching kids yep. how to do that. Uh, and then what what else do you, uh, do you do at the moment? So Mioma, you've passed on. You're active on the board.
1: Yes. And at the moment, I'm going to have a a bit of time off. I've been working for 50 years.
2: Okay. Time time (laughs) to take a bit of a breather. Well worth it. Work, rest, and oh, now rest.
1: Yes, work, rest, and play. Well, on Saturday I turned sixty-five, so I get the pension. And I know I don't look sixty-five. So Not at all. Sh- no, do share that with me because <laughs> don't look a day over eighty-eight. Uh, no, that's eighty-eight. That's, <laughs> that's, that's that's very good. Um, but I, I I need the pension because I'm spending a fortune at the wool shop. I, I, two years ago I took up knitting. Can you believe it? Wow. Uh, here I here I am, this high-powered businesswoman knitting, and I couldn't good be hap- I, oh, I couldn't be happier. Yeah. I absolutely love it, and spending a fortune at the wool shop. So. Mm. need the pension to pay for that.
2: (laughs) Now you've been a coach, you've been a mentor, you're a speaker, you're also an author. I I have a copy of your book here, which you've recently written called Making It On My Own. Let me read a couple of things from the back. This is is things that people can learn from reading this book for young adults. Uh, How to think, speak and act so you can nail the opportunities you want. I love this one. How to leave home so your family will miss you. (laughs) Uh, And how, what's another one? Uh, what's the right way to end a bad relationship? I mean, there's a whole list of things here that they learn, but obviously you're sharing your wisdom with young people in this book that they can not have to go to a course, maybe just read the book? so I've
1: got two books in this area. This one is called Making It On My Own, 52 Smart Ways to Smash It in the Real World. It's the summary of the MIOMO program, the 52 principles Mm. that we teach. Then I've got Parenting Yadults, How to Set Up Your Young Adult for Independence and Success in Life. So those two books are written, uh, you get those on the program, by the way, plus two of my videos. They're, They're written so that we're coming at the same goal from two different angles. We're trying to raise up this young person to leave home, but we want, in the at the end of the day, we don't want our kids leaving home with their middle finger in the air. Mm. We don't want to kick them out. We want to stand on that doorstep and release them on the mm. day that it comes and says, goodbye, darling, you're going to do just great. And you can say that because they are equipped and you know you've done your job well. yeah. And that's what I want. That's my overarching banner of the stronger family mm. is that by the time that young one leaves home, and by the way, parents, if you are have got young children right now and you're exhausted and you think this is never going to end, it will end. It will come to an end. And every day is the small stepping stone on that journey to one day when you say goodbye at the door. Yeah. You want to move into the next phase of your life, which is too fabulous for words, I might tell you, mm. uh, without the kids and know that you've built your marriage so that when the kids leave, you've actually can look at that other person and say, "Let's get on to our new adventure together." But also, your children feel confident to make it in the real world.
0: Yeah. Well, we we talk about this whole leaving and cleaving thing, you know, as as the Bible talks about, you know, yes. God's master plan for marriage. Yes. Uh, if we're training our kids in this way that they leave house one day, it makes it so much easier for their potential partners to not have to deal with that. You know, parents still, you know. Well, not parents? Their spouse still being at home, haven't really left home, but I guess if you if you're training if you're training your kids up that way, it just becomes a natural transition. What I really like when I look at this book, is the fact that it's got two pages. You know, a session. Well, not the whole book, <laughs> but every uh, topic, uh, fifty two of them, two pages, which means I'm just thinking of myself as a as a teenager two pages is pretty doable. I can read that.
1: And that's why I wrote it like that because I know young people, their concentration span is, is shorter and boys particularly as a rule don't like to read. So there's that there. So I've got the two books. I've got uh, videos as well. Uh, I do do family coaching, although I'm winding that down a little bit at the moment. So uh, if you get me into <laughs> help your family, you better be listening. <laughs>
0: because, we'll uh, have to just get you on the show for a regular uh, uh, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise,
1: I'm going to lose interest really quickly. But uh, yeah, so but look, I don't know what's in store for me. God's always thought up amazing plans. I, I didn't start Miomo until I was 54 and I had been in business for over 30 years before that. So that was such a radical change. Our young people are going to probably face five career changes in their lifetime and over 20 different roles. Mm. Uh, so no doubt there's something else coming up for me too, but I just need some time off. I've just had a um, second bout of cancer, so I can't be pushing the barrow out constantly and expecting my body to cope with it.
0: It's wise. It's, yeah, it's, it's you've creating got, that margin we talked about.
1: Uh, eh? I think if I if I was to do something right away now, that took a lot of energy from me, that would be a a foolish move. And this is, I have to practice what I preach, which is that you have to be rested and ready to do whatever it is that you're going to do. If you're going to do it well, and I do love to do things well. And so it's, it's important.
0: Yeah, no, that's good. Hey, well, thank you for joining us on, on, on the discussion today. It's been great. And so as we wrap up today's discussion, Yvonne, great to have you with us. What is the one sort of leaving piece you'd want to encourage our listeners? Now, remember, these are couples, parents, they are building into their marriage and hopefully wanting to make a success of raising children.
1: I would just leave you with you're probably already trying really hard, doing your best. Give yourselves a pat on the back because it's not not an easy job, but always check your motivation. Unto thine own self be true. You know uh, what your motivation is for whatever you do. And if you keep checking it, you'll always do the very best you can for others.
0: So that's us for this special edition of the Family Life New Zealand podcast. This one today on parenting. So
2: we had Yvonne Godfrey in studio. Thanks for being with us, Yvonne.
1: Thank you for having me. And
2: Steve Hooper. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Yvonne. It's been a privilege to have you on the broadcast. Thanks for sharing. We'll see you guys on the next episode.
3: You've been listening to the Family Life New Zealand podcast, where we believe that when people develop their relationship skills, their relationships flourish. If you found this conversation useful and want to help us reach more families, simply rate it, review it, and share it. We'll see you next time. Family
2: Life have been inspiring and equipping marriages and families in New Zealand since 1990. As a charity, we don't make money from our events. We rely on the generosity of people who believe in our cause. Maybe you've experienced a Family Life event. Maybe it even changed your life. Or maybe you're listening to these podcasts and wondering, how can I be involved in helping Family Life reach homes and families in our beautiful country? You can do that by becoming a Friend of Family Life. Friends of Family Life are a group of people who partner with us by donating $30 a month or more to enable us to continue impacting homes across Aotearoa. Join us, because we believe when people develop effective relationship skills, their relationships flourish. Your help makes a difference. Check us out at familylife.nz/donate. We'd love to hear from you.